Welcome to another edition of The Local Show here on Grassroots Community Network. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. I'm Eric Scarvin, your host. Welcome also to our Facebook Live and YouTube audience. Again, I'm Eric Scarvin, hosting The Local Show now for 16 years, each week featuring inspirational locals and underwritten by local businesses and organizations. We are local through and through. I want to welcome back a return guest. She's a friend of mine. She's a solid waste manager for Picking County, Kathy Hall. Hi. Welcome back, Kathy. Thank you. You keep having me on. I know. Can you believe it? Well, we keep having such meaningful conversations. We do. We do, yes. And I love talking about how we can take better care of our mother. I like to call it like nurture nature mm -hmm. or take care of mother nature. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things we talk about with solid waste management relate directly to the environment. Mm -hmm. Because the better job we can do, you know, um, kind of with our waste and recyclables and things like that, and we're going to talk about minimalism, a way mm -hmm. to live today too, yep. the really the more benefit we give to nature. So is that one of the things that you love most about your job is kind of like the way it relates to the environment? Yeah, I mean, you can really make a difference. And we're lucky here in Picking County because they let us make a difference. Yeah. So we're not just right. throwing stuff away. I get a lot of leeway to divert stuff. And find ways to divert stuff, and that's very satisfying. So you're empowered with your job yes. position yes. by the higher-ups, which is the Board of County Commissioners, mm -hmm. basically. Yeah, so they give me a lot of, yeah, do it. So. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Run with it, Kathy. We like that idea. Yes. <laughs> let's divert more of that construction material. Or mm -hmm. Let's divert more compost. You know, food, food, food waste, compost huge. is up to, what, 38%? Um, of the material yeah, or used compostable to be? materials is about yeah thirty eight thirty nine percent we bring in. Okay, but we've made strides there. Mm -hmm. Our food uh, waste program, the scraps. Scraps program, and now how long has that been? That's been going for a couple of years now, Since right? Since twenty fifteen. Okay, yeah. can you tell people a little bit about scraps and kind of the progress? Yeah, so it was a grant from the state of Colorado. Um, in 2015, we got money to do a, a scraps program to provide buckets, the compost bins, advertising. So we started with about five, we were doing about 500 tons of food waste composting annually. Now we're close, wow. I think by the tw end of 2019, we'll do about 3,000 tons annually. So we have really grown wow. the program and it's still going gangbusters. Yeah. That's awesome. And now yeah. we're kind of seeing inroads into the city of Aspen itself. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. we're talking about Picking County at yeah. large. But now the city's talking about more uh, compost activity and mm -hmm. maybe incentivizing businesses to be more involved. Yeah, just, you know, working with Liz Chapman, they're trying to find a way to make it a little bit more available within the city and drop it off. And the new city council are really fully on board with trying to get as much diversion as they can. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Well, we have some, like, more business-type stuff, but I yeah. actually wanted to start with some fun summer things, too. Uh-huh. Like, it's been such an amazing summer. We just came out of Labor Day weekend. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did you have a fun uh, holiday weekend? I did. I had too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> did you go see any of the concerts at all? Yeah, I went to Jazz Aspen on Saturday. Okay. And that was um, John Mayer. John Mayer. Nice. Was really good. I was not going in with high expectations. I was like, he's really good. Okay. So, yeah. And paddle boarding. I did stand up paddle boarding for the first time. Nice. Played some golf. Yeah, it was very busy. Where did you go SUP? Where did you stand up paddleboard? Up in Marble, Beaver Lake. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love Beaver Lake. First time ever. So. So we uh, have ridden our bikes from Marble to Crested Butte and back. And Beaver Lake is where we soak our hot mountain bike tootsies yes, at the end of that ride after a long weekend of riding. There, yeah. Take a little dip in there, maybe a little skinny dip, depending on who's around. <laughs> I was not <laughs> Maybe dipping. not on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> no. <laughs> no skinny dipping. No, no, no. There was none of that going skinny on. Skinny <laughs> up paddleboard. I don't know. Yeah. That's, a, that's another SUP. Yeah. Skinny up. <laughs> Wear your naked. sunscreen, yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> don't forget the sunscreen. We have so much to get to today, mm -hmm. Kathy. We're going to talk about... A movie coming up at the Wheeler yes. this month called Minimalism. Yes. September but first, 18th. I want to give maximum thanks to my summer underwriters, mm -hmm. including Pickens County Landfill, Aspen Square, Klug Properties, the Independence Pass Foundation, and Sundog Athletics, mm -hmm. near and dear to my heart. We'll go to our only break of the show, guys. We'll be back in less than two minutes. We've got Kathy Hall, Solid Waste Manager from Pickens County Landfill, talking about how we can do better for the environment, our local bears, and how to live... Well, in a minimal way that actually maximizes lifestyle, so don't go away. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Celebrating another great summer season, Aspen Square Hotel is the hospitality place featuring fireplace studio suites and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services in the center of downtown Aspen. Aspen Square is proud to support The Locals Show. Curbside recycling is now included with your trash service in Pitkin County. You can reduce your waste footprint and shrink your trash bill by recycling right. Learn more at landfillrules.com. The Independence Pass Foundation, for 30 years restoring and protecting the ecological, historical, and aesthetic integrity of Independence Pass. To learn more, independencepass.org. Sundog Athletics, Aspen's Adventure Sports School, is your opportunity to experience the most beautiful adventure locations and gain new skills to be safer, perform better, and have more fun. Fresh updates on mountain and road biking, hiking, canoeing, snowshoeing, and fat biking adventures at sundogathletics.com, Sundog Athletics on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to the local show, people you work with, people you know. We're back here on the local show. Thanks for sticking with us here on Grassroots Community Network, Facebook Live, and YouTube and podcast. People can listen to the local show podcast on the go. Is that cool? Wow. So, Kathy, next time you're hiking up Smuggler, put the podcast you can listen on. to your show <laughs> <laughs> and talk about minimalism. Yes, yes. But first, we want to get, we're going to get to the great movie, Minimalism by the Minimalists. But first, we want to talk about uh, Picking County as a new trash mm -hmm. and recycling ordinance. Mm -hmm. 
And can you tell our viewers a little bit about that? Right. So the last time our waste and recycling ordinance was done was in 1991. So it was Whoa. really time for an update. A lot has changed. No kidding. So we're following trends in the country of offering what we call variable rate pricing. So okay. trash haulers in Pitkin County now must offer you three size cans, 32, 64, and 96. Uh, 96 gallon trash cans are the, the standard usually you see, the big rolling toters. So um, we're showing a little bit of this right now yeah. too to give a little visual. Right. So it's giving residents an option. If you don't you make a lot of trash, go to that smaller size trash can. It'll save you a lot of money potentially, and uh, really kind of forces you to divert more because you're like we're like goldfish. Right. If we have a 96 <laughs> gallon can, we will fill a 96 gallon can. Right. Yeah, I got it. So okay. So we're we're diverting more. We're saving money. Mm -hmm. Smaller container is more efficient, mm -hmm. and then we're just more conscious right. with all these with all these different. Um, well, these are some of the benefits of mm -hmm. the new ordinance, mm -hmm. and this is kind of a, right in line with minimalism, um, which is again the movie we're gonna uh, screen at the Wheeler mm -hmm. Opera House on my birthday. On your birthday, September eighteenth, yes. which I think is a Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, evening, September eighteenth, yeah. two mm -hmm. weeks from tomorrow. Coming up pretty quick. <laughs> and can you tell people, we're going to uh, toss to a trailer here in a second, but can you tell people about the movie Minimalism? Yeah, so I watched it, oh gosh, a little over a year ago, and it really stuck with me. I believe you watched it too. Yes, yes, um, now several times. Yeah, it just really opens your eyes about our consumer habits and our consumerism and you know all that stuff we buy and we just need more and more things, but it's not making us any happier. Yeah. And it just affects our environment. Eventually, everything we buy is probably going to end up in a landfill. So maybe a year from now, maybe 10 years from now, but it will find its way buried in the ground. So really looking True. at, you know, what do we really need in life to make us happy? And it's really right. not a lot. Right. It's almost like less is more, mm -hmm. which is really the concept is the less stuff, maybe the less um, living um, mm -hmm. area, like tiny homes. Mm -hmm hit right on this minimalism idea yeah. and um, less clothing, less just, and, and here's the thing, less debt because all this stuff has a, a huge cost. Mm -hmm. So say, for, uh, for example, the classic is the huge home with, I think, infrared or heat technology has shown most people don't use most of the space. <laughs> but I mean, that comes with a big mortgage, that comes with big maintenance costs, that comes with time yeah. to maintain it as well. Yeah. So, it doesn't make us happy. Right, and it's not necessarily equating right. to a house three times the size makes us three times happier. So statistically, it's not, it's not proven now with this, you know, these more right. materialism or, or right. a bigger home isn't translating to happiness, right? Mm -mm. It's just you're paying a lot of money to store a lot of stuff. Well, we've got to, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, we're, again, we're just working, working, working to pay the cost on all this stuff mm -hmm. when we could be... Uh, using that money, say, for experiential living or traveling or, you know, yeah. charitable contributions or the so many other things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, we've got a trailer for minimalism by the minimalists. And uh, let's check out that trailer next. We spend so much time on the hunt, but nothing ever quite does it for us. And we get so wrapped up in the hunt that it kind of makes us miserable. Black Friday shopping mania is still playing out tonight at malls across America. High hopes of saving some big bucks on those holiday gifts. In some cases, it did turn violent. 
we've, as a culture, have lost our minds. There's no question that what it means to have achieved the American dream has increased tremendously in material terms. This is not something that just happened yesterday. This is something that has been sold to us over the past hundred years by those that want to make a whole lot of money. Now that's what I call a good-looking car. You have this thing that you were obsessed about, but then the new version comes out, and now you no longer care about the one you have. In fact, the one you have is a source of dissatisfaction. People are beginning to recognize that they've maybe been tricked. There is no out until you become aware. You're not going to get happier by consuming more. Ready? I was born ready. There's nothing wrong with consumption. The problem is compulsory consumption. We're tired of it. We're tired of acquiring things because that's what we're supposed to do. When I heard about minimalism, it wasn't about just getting rid of my stuff. It was about taking control of my life and stop being told what to do and actually deciding what I wanted to do. When I first started reducing the number of things in my life, I found out that I had 51 things in the entire world. We've probably sold or donated at least 90% of our stuff. As I started to move that stuff out, I was able to finally realize what I had sacrificed. I don't know what the most common three words are in American homes. I don't know if it's, I love you, or if it's, I want that. This same thing that's not making us happy is also causing the degradation of our habitat. We're going to have to give up a lot. The secret is that a lot of that we're not actually going to miss. What I found with minimalism is it's a way of saying, let's stop the madness. When you recognize that this life is yours, and that it is your one and only, and when that seeps directly in your bones, and you recognize that this is it, everything changes. All right, Kathy, so uh, Minimalism by the Minimalists, mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to have a little bit of a panel discussion yes. uh, along with the free screening of Minimalism, mm -hmm. and can you tell people a little bit about our panelists and, and the discussion? Yeah, so we have a great panel. Who's moderating? You, Eric Scarvin. <laughs> I'm looking forward to moderating. moderating. Yeah, so we have Evan Zislis, who um, has written a book. He lives here in the Valley, and he's helped people declutter their lives. Liz Chapman from the city of Aspen is going to hit on like the waste aspect and our you know our consumption of things and how it affects climate. We have Liz Morrow. She actually works at the landfill, but yes. she is a friend of mine, but as a true minimalist. And uh, yeah, and then the the uh, the newspaper. Paul Anderson. Paul Anderson, yes, and he writes about our excesses in Aspen. Exactly. So exactly. that's the panel, and you know, right after the movie, we'll get started, and we want community discussion. I want people to jump in from the audience and right. talk about their experiences and learn from the people on stage. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's a great like um, way to wrap a bow around the evening, gain mm -hmm. more understanding. Like you said, an uh, opportunity to ask questions about people who are living it. Like right. in the valley, and I like to like today. Perfect example. I could have driven my car because I had to come here and mm -hmm. do several other errands. Now, granted, I live in Aspen, but I decided to ride my bike. And if people just maybe one day a week took an alternative to the single-use mm -hmm. car, or made just a one small change, you know, even these small incremental changes mm -hmm. add up and are meaningful. Yeah, I mean, if we all did it, think how much you know. How much we save. So. Right. And the movie is interesting because mm -hmm. these guys can, you know, obviously 
people will gain a lot of understanding by watching the movie. Uh, but these guys get out of college. They get these great jobs. They start making all this money, but they're still not happy. No. And it seems like almost every generation has been brought up and raised and conditioned to believe if we get a good job, if we make great money, if we land in a house. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up as a house with a white picket fence, mm-hmm. you would too. land in the land of happiness just by having all this stuff. But now research is showing that the stuff does not equate to happiness. Mm-mm. In fact, less stuff, equa- ironically, so yeah. creates happiness. And it's kind of like we were talking off camera, like spring cleaning. Like, I mean, can you talk, How, elaborate on yeah. that a little bit? How good do you feel when you clean out a closet? And you exactly. and you look at it and you're like, oh, look how I can see all my shirts. Um, I had a friend who, you know, suffered from a little depression and she told me she decluttered. She went through and really decluttered her life and how much happier she was. Just like this burden lifted. I cleaned a kitchen cabinet the other day where I had like Tupperware store and mismatch leaves. <laughs> and I cleaned it all out, organized it, sent some stuff to Goodwill. And um, I keep opening the, the cabinet door and I'm like, oh, that looks so good. It's <laughs> like you want to open it more often. I do. Like, I just wow, open it and look out. at like, it. Like, yes. Look what I did. And you know, is... it's just those little things. You know, the Marie Kondo thing where she's an organizer, is a famous on Netflix now, has a book. You know, right. I, I followed a little bit of that. My like underwear drawer, you fold your underwear and shirts in a certain way it makes me so happy (laughs) (laughs) well it's interesting in minimalism because they have 33 they talk about the law of 33 yes the philosophy of 33 pieces of clothing and you open up the guy their closet there's like four oxford shirts hanging Mm -hmm. there one jacket one jacket (laughs) but it's like they whittled it down to the really nice stuff that they wear frequently and then the other stuff is just Gone. It's like liberating to get. It's right. almost like weight on our shoulders, right? That and we're getting you can rid of. See things. My mom died. <laughs> yeah, it's nice to see stuff. Too. Yeah, my mom died ten years ago, but I found I was hanging on to stuff she'd given me. Yeah. My mom was not a cluttery person at all, and I was like, my mom would not want me to keep this. It didn't fit anymore. It was just so. It's like give it to somebody who can wear it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Move it along. So so it yeah. has a good life. It gets good usage. Right. It's not my mom, right? So right, yeah. right. Well, going through my dad passed a couple of years ago, and going mm-hmm. through his just immense amounts of stuff, mm-hmm. like the basement was just stacked with boxes up to the ceiling, and the attic. And when the person leaves, then their their family members have to deal with that stuff, which frankly wasn't serving a purpose. It was just being stored, mm-hmm. you know. And a lot of it keepsakes, and I get that. I have that those things, you know, sentimental things from our sure. youth and other parts of our life that were meaningful. But then there's just this stuff, you know, stuff, and it just, yeah. you know, so it ends up to be burdensome, maybe psychologically, and then to the people who have to deal with it after the person's gone. You know, that is a valid point, and I don't know if, you know, that's fair to put on our loved ones <laughs> in that <laughs> sense right. either. You know, we keep telling my dad, who's still alive, is like, start cleaning this out. Right, yeah, <laughs> guess who's going to have to deal with that, Dad? <laughs> my sister Amy, yeah, she's like, clean this. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle hints to Dad. Yeah, so, now's the time. <laughs> so let's, let's put a bow around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a free screening of the movie Minimalism at yep. the Wheeler Opera House. Mm-hmm. Can you give people the rest of the yeah. details? So Wednesday, September 18th, doors open at 6.30, movie will start around 7, um, and then immediately following, we'll do a panel discussion. Uh, the panelists, we're giving the opportunity to set up a table in the lobby so you can talk to them afterwards if you need nice. more information. 
Nice. So, yeah. So. Okay, and if people want more information, where's the best place to go? Right now, our Facebook page. So at uh, Pickens County Solid Waste Center on Facebook, and I'm going to try and get it up onto the website today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, we talked earlier about um, the new trash and recycling ordinance, mm-hmm. and putting these things out, we've had a lot of bear issues. Mm. You know, connected to that because a lot of times people put out their things either unsecured mm-hmm. or they put them out too early. Can you speak to that a little bit about being a little more bear aware when people are putting out their trash right. and their recyclables? Because recyclables can be loaded with food. And they're not supposed to be. And that could be an attracted, <laughs> yeah. So can you speak to that yeah, a little bit? Yeah, so both Picking County and City Aspen have wildlife ordinances where you have to secure your trash in the containers. Um, you can't put your trash out the night before. It has to go out in the morning, you know, and bring your trash can in in the evening. Okay. And um, we find, you know, bears won't bother recyclables because they have to be rinsed of food. So, and that's, that's the new recycling rules. you got to clean everything out. So. Okay. So if you're going to put it out, clean it out. Clean it out because right. other than that, it's trash. So, yeah. yeah. So if you okay. have one of those open top bins, make sure your food containers are rinsed out for okay. two purposes. Keep the bears out and make it a more recyclable. Recyclable. <laughs> right. Because and then, you don't want to taint the batch of recycling either. Right. Because that all can end up in the trash if they deem right. it too contaminated. Okay. And then trash cans, you can't have overflowing trash cans. They have to be secured, you know, the latches on the lids or whatever. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. We need to do a better job for our bears. Um, so, so far we've had 11 bears euthanized. Yeah. Um, we lost a couple since even we last spoke. Mm. Since April... This is since April in Picking County, 11 bears euthanized. And from what I've read in the newspapers, 90% of those euthanizations are because of human negligence. So it's almost all because people aren't securing their trash or their homes or their cars. Mm-hmm. They just don't seem to take it very seriously. No, and- so I don't know how, more, how much more we can emphasize that, that it can cost a person an injury where we saw um, a local restaurant um one of the the, the employees was bitten by a bear Mm -hmm. because the bear got into their unsecured trash container and this was a repeat offense and then the bear was euthanized so it Mm -hmm. cost the bear its life yeah and i like our bears i know they're like to see the bears out and about so they're so cool yeah yeah yeah, we we gotta really be smart about it we could we could do a little bit better there and what are some day-to-day things we can do to take better care of of mother earth just day-to-day, maybe easy, low-hanging fruit that yeah. we can do to just, just do better for the environment. Just making smarter consumer choices, you know. Yeah. If you're at the, the supermarket or a convenience store on a road trip, if you're going to buy a drink, avoid the plastic bottle. Buy an aluminum can if you're going to get a soda because that is right. so much more recyclable than plastic. Plastic's awful. Don't get that straw in your drink. You don't need a straw, you know. 500 million straws are used a day in the United States. It's crazy. crazy. She goes, yeah, just, you know, just make one choice at a time, and it'll make a big difference. And the reusables, you know, it's so easy. And the city was giving them out, and they're just so easy to come upon. Stainless steel or glass, I think, being Mm -hmm, probably the most clean. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if you get plastic, BPA free, Mm -hmm. so it's not toxic plastic. Mm -hmm. And getting away from these single use bottles that are just destroying our planet, frankly. And most are not, 85% are not recycled. So people's cases of Fiji up to the ceiling in their garage, or Voss. You know, I guess for me, I'd prefer Voss because it's Norwegian, <laughs> but, I, but I would never do that because no. Aspen Tap is the highest EPA rated water in yeah. the country. Yeah. We have great quality water. Maybe filter it, 
and then use reusables, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just so easy. I know. We all have water bottles at home. Reusable exactly. water bottles. Exactly. The other thing that drives me nuts is the single-use plastic forks and stuff. Right. You know, bring your own from home. So I worked <laughs> at an event. We'll give them a little love here. The Grand Traverse this last oh, weekend, and we went to a net zero uh, with the food service, which was provided by Smoke Barbecue. Mm. All compostable plateware, yeah. silverware, and glassware. Yeah. All compostable. And everything, the food, any excess food or all that stuff went into a compostable kind of container. Mm-hmm. And then we had a special recycling container with those aluminum cans. Yep. Make sure they get into the recycling. <laughs> so I think a couple of easy things like that, you know, are, are just kind of no-brainer. Mm-hmm. And then we talked earlier about maybe taking an alternative, you know, maybe once a, a week. That's a transportation alternative. Yeah. What are some goals for the county, like in the, say, in the next couple of years, where you guys are going to take a little bit better care of, of Mother Nature, mm-hmm. which is really our citizenry and our community? Right. So the county's really growing their compost programs. We have compost, compost bins in all the county admin buildings, health and human services. We're working on the airport and the, the jail has all of this. Nice. Um, and that's really helping grow. If they see the county doing it, you know, more, more people will do it. Um, you know, we're looking at just ways to continue. Compost is really the best way, best, best way to go. It's right. composted local. It goes back out local. So we're going to really work on that program. And then all of our conversion programs. Because the compost gets made into compostable soils. Mm-hmm. That's what you mean about it, it goes through yeah, a it, full it process. Yeah, it is a and then full we circle. Can... And you grow stuff out of it again, right. and then it comes back in as compost, and it just keeps that cycle going. Right, and, right. And um, it's local. We're not transporting it all the way to Denver. So. We're down to just a couple minutes, but I wanted to yeah. touch on the construction waste aspect because mm. we're also working on diverting more construction waste, correct? Mm. Yes. Which is 58% of, yes. the, of the material, almost 60% of the material going to the landfill yes. is related to construction. Yes. That's pretty mind-boggling. It's but what, huge. what's the update there? So we are we're proposing a CND, Construction Demolition Diversion Ordinance, where we're going to sort of force these builders and everything to sort of divert more, you're going to pay more. So we'll do like a tiered system, a deposit system. A lot of places in California are doing it. Okay. So a lot of communities. So we're going to make people track their waste. And if you bring us a load to the landfill of stuff like scrap metal or concrete, stuff we already divert, you're going to pay a premium. Okay. And that'll go back into programs and methods so we can divert more. Okay. Okay. Because that's, that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm, so and we're, we're talking about the lifespan of the landfill, too, when yeah, we talk about these things. Shrinking. Right, right. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> so, okay, well, we're, we're done in just a minute. Any closing mm-hmm. thoughts for people before you earn your cookies? My cookies? Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, it's a minimalism theme. Just think about what you're buying, yeah. you know. And at Christmas, do you really need that new flat screen TV? You know, right. You know, do you need that shirt from... A cheapo shirt from a local department store. Probably not, you know, think about it. And it's amazing how much more money you have and how much more happy you are. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That sounds great. I think um, less is more when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Release and liberate yourself. Mm-hmm. Take that money and use it for life's experiences, yeah. right? Like traveling. Go on and, a trip. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially coming into off season. Right. Road trip. <laughs> exactly. I know. I think we're all ready for off season. Not more stuff. <laughs> 
All right, Kathy. Well, thanks. Did you have fun in the show today? I always have fun, yes. Got some freshly baked Eric's Organics cookies. Yes, awesome. Thank you. And thanks so much for your time. Yes, thanks. I look forward to having you back this winter. I'll be back. And uh, I hope to see you guys all on September 18th at the Wheeler Opera House. More at the uh, Picking County Landfill page on Facebook. And thanks for watching this week on The Local Show. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Curbside recycling is now included with your trash service in Pitkin County. You can reduce your waste footprint and shrink your trash bill by recycling right. Learn more at landfillrules.com. The Independence Pass Foundation, for 30 years restoring and protecting the ecological, historical, and aesthetic integrity of Independence Pass. To learn more, independencepass.org. Sundog Athletics, Aspen's Adventure Sports School, is your opportunity to experience the most beautiful adventure locations and gain new skills to be safer, perform better, and have more fun. Fresh updates on mountain and road biking, hiking, canoeing, snowshoeing, and fat biking adventures at sundogathletics.com, Sundog Athletics on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to